Where in the world is Amanda Swartzentruber? Hello and welcome to our podcast, Some Assembly Required, over here at Waynefleet BIC, where we discuss life through an Anabaptist perspective. My name is Julie Adams and I am your host here and I am not alone as I never am. Today I am joined by our friend Amanda Swartzentruber. Hi Amanda, welcome. Thank you, good to be here. We are so glad you are here. Amanda has joined us all the way from Africa and we are so glad to have you um, and to have had you share during the message on Sunday. So um, Amanda, we just really are blessed that you're here today and um, are so glad that you could join us. So we have a couple things to talk about. We we're just wondering if you could tell us a bit more about um, your first missionary experience. Where did it all begin for you? Sure. Um, when I was 18 years old, there was a time when my pastor and his wife at Fordwich BIC at that time had been asked to lead a trip going to Malawi. Mm-hmm. Now at that time they came to my parents, well they came to me and said, do you want to go along with us? And I said, well, I never really thought about it, so mm-hmm. let's check with my parents. And to my shock and excitement, they agreed. So that was my first time going somewhere international to serve. I went to Malawi for two weeks to visit BIC missionaries who were working there, Doug and Barb Miller, who some Mm -hmm. of you may be familiar with. So that was my first exposure. Excellent. And so then you went on to become a registered nurse. And where did you go to school? And um, how long have you been a registered nurse? So that's a multi-step question. (laughs) I went to Conestoga College. Mm to do my RPN first. Just as I was finishing doing my RPN at Conestoga College, I went to Matcha, where I am located now, as a student nurse, and I was there for seven weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, when I finished my time doing my RPN, I was so excited to go back to Matcha and serve. Mm-hmm. At that time, Dr. Spurrier, who was with a mission doctor in Matcha, said to me, you would really be more useful to us if you would go back and get your RN before you come back. Well, I was devastated. I had just finished two and a half years of school and I was so excited to get out there and work. Um, But I took his advice after a bit of waiting. Um, I worked in the Kitchener area in different places. Mm -hmm. In 2011, I went back to school. I went to McMaster University and I did my degree in nursing at that time. Very good. That's awesome. And when did you begin serving in Africa, Matcha? I went there in 2016, August. And do you, do you serve for a certain term, or is it sort of an open-ended sort of a thing? How does that work? Yeah, it goes by terms. Mm-hmm. You sign for... My, my terms are two years. Some people are three years, some people are one year. But what, what Being Christ has chose is to do a two-year term. So... When your two-year term finishes, you come home. That's what I'm doing right now. I'm on my second two-year term, so now I'm at the end of the term, home visiting family, visiting churches, and planning to go back again. Excellent, excellent. So how large an area does Matcha Mission Hospital serve? It serves an area that people come anywhere from next door to the hospital up to 80 kilometers away. Uh, If you go in a certain direction, there's no hospital for a very long distance. Mm -hmm. And then in the rainy season, when you start to see rivers that are dry in the dry season, 
when those rivers become swollen with water, maybe we'll see people from much farther away because the way that they would usually go is blocked by a river. So then they'll have to come from even up to 80 kilometers to our hospital. Wow. And how does medical care look in Africa? So for example, if maybe you had... um, we're having a, a health concern. You might choose to see your family doctor here first, um, in a in a clinical setting. Do, are there clinics like that, or is it mostly hospital care? Could you contrast the two for us? It's it's a very different situation there. There's mm-hmm. nothing like a family doctor that you go to for in the matcha area, anyways. Maybe if you go to the cities, you might have a family doctor. But in matcha, we exclusively work from the hospital. There are healthcare centers that are staffed just by nurses or midwives that would deal with your smaller health concerns. But if you have an ongoing problem, high blood pressure, diabetes, these kinds of things, you would be coming to the hospital for your regular care. Mm -hmm. Very good. So you work mainly with pediatrics. Is that, that's what you had um, shared with us the other day. Um, What's your favorite thing about your job? What do you like the best? I think my favorite thing is when you see a child who comes in and they're in complete distress, whether it's emotional distress from a new situation or whether it's in physical distress from pneumonia or some other condition, Mm -hmm. and you see them come in in that state that is not the way you would want to see any child. And then within, sometimes within hours, sometimes within days, and occasionally within weeks, you can see a new child. One day you'll start to see them. They can't refuse to smile at you anymore. (laughs) The other days they've been staring at you and glaring at you, but then a tiny smile peeps out. And then the next day maybe they're skipping around playing. And that's just so rewarding Mm -hmm. to see the improvement and the recovery back to how we would love to see our children. Yeah, of course. How does dental care look? That's kind of, I'll be honest, a personal question. My husband is a dentist and um, I'm actually a dental hygienist. I haven't worked as a dental hygienist for a while, but I was sort of thinking as you were talking, I wondered how dental care looked there. Yeah, dental care is a lot different than here. Um, there is some capacity to to do fillings and stuff like that, but as far as a dental hygienist, we don't have any tooth cleaning or anything. Um, we have a dental technician, mm-hmm. and mostly he's skilled in removing teeth. Oh, removing, removing teeth. teeth is more what he does because it's very expensive to buy the filling materials Mm -hmm. also we don't have x-ray for dental x-rays so it's more a situation of remove a tooth before it causes a a massive problem Mm -hmm. yeah all right so you had also talked about um, that you offer nutrition programs to help prevent malnutrition and what are some of the things that you would teach them how to cook there Sure. So the, the staple food in Zambia is, um, it's called mealy meal. Mm-hmm. It's corn, which is pounded into a, between a, a meal and a flour kind of consistency, and that's cooked. They eat it three times a day, usually as porridge for breakfast, and then as a thicker, um, a, so thicker consistency that you can roll in your hand for the other two meals. Mm-hmm. So a lot of what is taught is teaching mothers to mix other foods in with that. Maybe in with your porridge, you would put some peanuts or some fruit, Mm -hmm. or you could grind up fish and put it in there for extra proteins. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's really a a process of teaching them to use what they have, but mixing it together so that you're having the more balanced diet that we would hope to see. Mm -hmm. Is there anything there that you especially love to eat? 
mangoes oh yeah me too. i'm missing mango season right now <laughs> oh i only got to eat one before i came back to canada oh well well i hopefully they'll still be in season i'm uh, hoping so but yeah. i had someone stock my freezer so oh, i should excellent. be okay <laughs> um what is something that you love about canada that you will bring back with you i mean as in what are you going to fill your suitcase with that you missed from here <laughs> Well, I've got a big jug of maple syrup ready to go back. Oh, I think every good Canadian does. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that lives abroad. <laughs> um, what do you like to do in your spare time? Well, in Canada, I grew up on a farm. Mm-hmm. So that was one thing that I really missed when I went back there to Matcha. And I bought chickens within my first year of living in Zambia. Oh, wow. So the chickens take up a decent amount of my spare time. I also mm-hmm. have gardens, flower beds. Now, I do have someone who takes care of them, but I also do work in in those just for some free time exercise. Very good. And do you grow vegetables or mostly like flower gardens? Mostly vegetables. The problem is there's a large dry season. Mm-hmm. So if you have flower gardens, you're just going to lose all your flowers or else you're going to waste water that you would be using for practical things like dishes and bathing. Mm-hmm. Um, so flowers are beautiful, but impractical. Yes, yes, definitely. So Amanda, how are some tangible ways that we can support you while you are um, working at the hospital? Yeah, there's a couple ways. Um, Be in Christ or BIC Canada Global has a, a, I don't know, a little flyer Mm -hmm. that talks about different programs that have been adopted by BIC Canada Global. And Matcha Hospital is there as one of those programs. The money is put toward the daily expenses of running a hospital, the chemicals to make an x-ray. Mm-hmm. The, the dental things that we were talking about, they all come from the operating budget of the hospital. There are very few fees because most people don't have a lot of money to spend on their care. So Matcha Hospital is set up as a, progr- a project that can be donated to. Um, also, I am there as a project, um, as a support, a missionary type of project. Mm-hmm. Um, as part of my being there, I am responsible to raise the funds that B- uh, BIC Canada Global then pays to me each month as my salary. So that's also an option of tangible ways to help. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And how can we pray for you? You can pray for me as I go back, especially that I will find the way that I fit into the whole setting again. Sometimes when you're gone for two and a half months, you feel like life has kind of gone on without you. Do you mm-hmm. really need to be there? Or was everything just fine while you were gone? So just how to graciously settle back into there, Mm -hmm. um, to continue supporting people in the ways that they've grown, that I would acknowledge how how people have changed while I'm gone, and that I would give them the freedom to remain who they have become. Um, Also, as the hospital is preparing for COVID-19 and dealing with COVID-19 now at this time, just for, for wisdom in how to handle each day as the staffing is becoming more challenging mm-hmm. and just how to remain safe for the sake of the staff and the patients. Now each month I send out, roughly monthly, it depends on my schedule, I send out a, an update on what's happening in matcha. So if people are interested in hearing about that, then you can get more frequent updates on what's happening and what's the, the latest praises and prayer requests. So my email address is Amanda. Swart, S-C-H-W-A-R-T, at gmail.com. I'm sure that will be written down somewhere on Wayne Fleet's uh, notes of this, this occurrence, so you can find it from anyone, I'm sure. 
Yes, absolutely. We will make sure that that um, that your email address is shared so that we can connect with you sure. and hear updates. Um, so thank you very much for being with us today, Amanda. We will certainly continue to pray for you and um, to support you how we can. So if you'd like to connect with Amanda, we will add her email address to the comments of this um, this podcast. And if you'd like to get in touch with me with feedback or any questions, you can reach me at julie at waynefleetbic.com. And we hope that you have a blessed week and we will see you later. Thank you very much, Amanda. Thank you very much.